I remember I looked in the hall and there was a girl staring right at me. Like pretty, I would say one of the most solid apparitions I've ever seen in my life. I could hear like wet feet walking in circles in the hall and suddenly my door slowly opened. My window was fucking closed. It came from the floor in the corner and and it was going no, 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 no. What's going on everyone? Welcome to another episode of Vision Paradox, After Hours, Throwing Tantrums, Awkward Tea Party, whatever podcast you're watching this, somewhere on Spotify land or YouTube land. Today is our Halloween special. We have some familiar faces and some new faces, all of which are horrifying to see on a daily basis. We're here anyways. <laughs> so if it's your first time hopping on, my name is Emroy, CEO of both Vision Paradox and Temper Tantrum. Everyone just do a quick roundabout of name, what you do, and which part of the co- which company you represent. That way we can get straight to the scary, spooky, scary stuff. Skeletons. Yeah. So that, let's go. start off with the angel. The LA Angel. Los Angeles. I'm the Angel. Hey, my name is Brandon Bursiaga. I'm the artistic director, creative director for uh, Temper Tantrum. The the penguin from the North Pole. South just, Pole. I know. I'm just I just do that to piss Lauren off. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my name is Rosie. I don't know who I'm representing, but I guess it could be both Temper Tantrum and Vision Paradox. (laughs) (laughs) But you can decide. Next up is the dumpster fire Jack Sparrow. (laughs) 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 My name is Camilo and I am the video editor. I am representing right now, I think Vision Paradox, but... Temper tantrum, it's from my hand. He's a son his audition. Their videos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, and I'm. I'm... Oh. Who's with you? Who's, who's with no, you? No, you have a guest. Who's, your, who's your guest? It's my girlfriend, Lali. She helped me ah. look like a, a beat up Jack Sparrow. Hi. <laughs> 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 I talk shit now, really... but take a look at him. He's, his Instagram, his full's built. Jack Sparrow, the, oh, the Hulk version. <laughs> it's fucking Jack Sparrow. He is, Jack Sparrow. <laughs> so next up is the kitty cat from the Matrix. Hello, I am Amanda. I am the mascot of Temper Tantrum. I am a cat, and I regularly sneak into Emroy's house, knock things off his tables, and then sneak back out. <laughs> that was you. That was those the inconveniences. <laughs> that was you. That would be an interesting temper tantrum versus like we get the keys to your house and we just sneak in while you're sleeping. So <laughs> is, uh, I don't even know. I don't have a quote for this one. Exactly. It's because I love you. <laughs> oh, I- it's because I'm a simp. <laughs> anyway. Hi, I'm Max. Okay. No, never mind. Uh, uh, I'm Max. The real CEO of Vision Paradox. Um, and also the fuck only, you guys, you traitors. The only, <laughs> the only host. None of, of us disagree with it. <laughs> That's it. Everybody just went with it. Yes, yeah, y'all were like this at the same time. I'm like, <laughs> we all know. Next is the car thief. That was like the most clever thing I can come up with right now. Why? Because she's in a car. Yeah, she's in a car. 
Hello, I'm Lauren. I am a dancer on Temper Tantrum and on some other thingies too. And I am in my car. Yes, she stole. Yes, she stole. She did. She did. She did. Legally, she legally stole it from the car lot. And next up is the future millionaire axe murderer. No. I am one of the co-directors of Temper Tantrum. My name's Crystal, and that's about it. She's like, the less you know, the better. I know. (laughs) Next, unless you're on Tinder. (laughs) (laughs) Next up is future WWE wrestling champion. The Pebble. Hey, don't knock it, man. Hey, you never know. You never know. What's up, everybody? My name is David. If you want to catch more of me, catch me on every single social media platform at SargentX. Twitter, Instagram, Twitch. I said Twitter, YouTube. What else? TikTok. TikTok. Done. TikTok. There it is. Catch TikTok-y. me. We play. OnlyFans. OnlyFans. Um, not yet. X-Hamster. We're setting that up. Just wait for it. It's me playing games with my feet. But that's coming out soon, ladies and gentlemen. Myfreecams.com. You should just stream, but like sound like you're moaning while you're playing. Like, oh my God, I love this gameplay. So and good. Only, and then it's only a video. It's not even of you. It's of your feet. <laughs> Emory, how much you willing to pay? Well, real quick, Emory, how much you willing to pay for that? I need to know before I start. <laughs> that sounds like a ninety-seven dollar a month product. Ninety-seven, I'm there, ladies and gentlemen. Only fans coming. Not bad. Go so, on, I, yo. People are into into that stuff. Do you did, there's a wiki feed, so yeah, we, that exists. Well, that just shows market demand. I have lived twenty six years without knowing what wiki feet was. Yeah, we can eat. And I could have gone another 26 more without knowing what it was. You needed to know. Yeah, now you know. Oh, this is there. just confirming market demand or into there's that. A, there's, a the there's a little subsection. There's a little subsection on Wikifeet called Wikifeet Mac because that's all where the that's all for the male people. Because it's so scary, so scary story. <laughs> so okay, to, to, to answer Camilla's <laughs> question, Wikifeet is I think of the place where you could see, I'd say uh, people's feet. Yeah, people's feet, celebrities' feet. It's people's people have those fetishes, man. They have they have scores. So if I type okay. in Emory, shame here. I'm not that, that famous. <laughs> You've worked on movies and video games. I think your feet would be up there. No, oh god. <laughs> those of you who are watching, start the hashtag Emory feet. <laughs> start it right now. <laughs> right now. Emory B because it's Emory B on Emory B's feet. Emory B's feet. Oh my god! If that happens, actually, that's actually a pretty good accomplishment. So scary stories. We agreed. That Crystal will be carrying this episode. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We'll go from a range of again near near death experiences, supernatural uh, experiences, to even just urban legends, like what Diego brought up before we started filming. Okay, so I I don't remember if I said it because I remember there was a lot going on last time, and I had one, but I don't remember if I said it about an island in Mexico. It's a lake. No. Nope. No. Can you bring your mic in a little closer? I forgot who or what came with the conversation, but I was talking with with, uh, my dad, and I was like, hey, you got any, like, folk tales about Mexico? I think I was asking for this, but there is an island, not an island, but there's a lake. There's a lake. And this was back in the day, old school Mexico. And forgive me if I get some things wrong, because it's still a little hazy. But the main gist is a king 
was trying to, to get his daughter to marry somebody, forcing the marriage. And she's like, I don't want it, blah, 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 all that stuff. And therefore he locked her in, in, a, in an island in the middle of a lake, right there, just in a cement boom. And she's like, you're not gonna leave this place because you don't wanna listen to what I'm doing. And she was sounds like Rapunzel. Guy. It sounds like a little bit like Rapunzel. Now, 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 here's the thing where we're gonna get to, because this is where the creepy part comes in. So, boom. She, he locks her in this tower in the middle of a lake. She's in love with another guy. She can't be with that guy. So she, what she does is she lives for a couple of years in that tower. And then at one point she's like, you know what? I can't take it anymore. So she prays to, to the, the, the gods of, of the sky. She prays to the gods of the earth. And she prays to the gods of the, the water that like, I'm going to jump and I'm going to take my life. And I pray that you guys will take over and you guys will take care of me. She jumps, she hits the water, and she drowns, but because of what she did before, she turns into a, a mermaid-type creature, right? Now, this is this is the part. At this specific lake, and now, now the thing is, I can't really tell you the lake, I have to Google it or maybe look it up. It's probably the most cases in Mexico where people drown. Males have been found drowned at the bottom of this ocean because this spirit, this creature who has been tormented because she was uh, uh, taken away from her true love is taking it out on the, the males of the villages that come by and they go swimming in these oceans. Skeletons have been found at the bottom of the lake. People have gone missing and, and, and they find the skeletons at the bottom of the lake. And that is the part where it's, holy shit, that shit might have actually been true. There's shit like that. There's stories, but it's like, once they're like, we found skeletons at the bottom of the fucking lake. It's holy shit. Could this actually be true? Could this actually make sense? Because it does make sense, not gonna lie. I'm those kind of people that like, fuck it, it could make sense. It could make sense. I don't know no names. I don't know no locations, but let me do some more research and I'll answer those questions for everybody. We should we should go like actually research ourselves. Uh, uh, like, no. No? Okay. Yeah, there's a little Mexican folklore for you guys. All right. Okay. So hold on. I'm going to add someone else right now. His name is uh, Ahmed. And he shared with us some interesting stories in the Vision Paradox meeting of the stuff that happens in his life. This is this is Ahmed, one of the, the graphic designer for VP. He's the one that's been creating the flyers for and thumbnails for everyone. Uh, yeah. So let's go into the next one. Lauren, I think you raise your hand. And let's go Amanda Brandon. Yeah. Amanda Brandon. Amanda Brandon. That's a new name. Mine's a little bit more on the light hearted. There we go. I can speak maybe. Uh, but I was actually asking my family, just like, I literally asked like my dad, my mom, and then my sister. And they were like, ah, oh, nothing really. Everything's like super lighthearted. But then I, my mom's like, oh, you should ask your, like your auntie, like they've had stuff like happen at their house that they're living at right now. So I was like, okay. And so my uncle's father my one of my titos when they passed when he like passed away in the hospital like years ago and she would feel his presence when she would do certain chores around the house that he would do specifically folding laundry and like washing dishes so she'd see like shadows or just feel him and then sometimes it'd get like super she'd be like i don't feel him or i feel him but i don't see anything and she'd get freaked out and she'd be like it's nice that you're here, but I need you to go away and I don't want to see you, so I'm sorry. And actually my cousins used to see his, like when they were younger, like when they were babies, they used to like see him and just start laughing just randomly. 
when no one's there. So um, one of my old titos just lives at their house still in the afterlife. But that, that's why we're lighthearted stuff. I was like, oh, that's cool. I could share that. But for me personally, I haven't really had any thing but it's it's nice to know that there are family spirits that are just looking out for the family so yeah not, not yeah. even not even being ghosted that's the most common form of being of supernatural occurrences someone being ghosted no I'm so happy about that. I am very happy about that. What do you call it? Amanda, go ahead. Okay. So my old house, yeah, it had some things going on. It had a lot of things. I think think that sometimes when something bad happens, sometimes certain energies are drawn back to that same space. I think it was one of those houses. So I only know about some of the stuff that happened there during the first year that I lived there. But suffice it to say, some bad stuff happened in that house. So it makes sense to me that sometimes there were certain energies around. But one of them that was a little more like distinct or like verifiable, because sometimes these things you can't really prove outside of your own feelings. Actually, even before that first year, I started feeling really afraid of the windows. I had this need to, how like curtains will fall like this but there might be like cracks on either side where light can come through. I became increasingly obsessed over the years with keeping the house like dark, not for the sake of keeping it dark, but for the sake of covering up the windows. So I had this whole system where I would pull them all the way to the side and then out this way. So they came from under the overhang and out, and then I would cross the middle ones like this so that there was no crack in the middle because I could feel myself being mocked. and laughed at not all the time just occasionally but when it happened it was very like and I felt which I do feel about these things when this stuff comes by we all have different I think powers or whatever within us but I think for me I can be a little bit more vulnerable to things that I'm actually more powerful than only because of my fear so I feel this need to control my fear response and to remain calm because I think they feed off of that they like fear. But yeah, I just, I couldn't really figure it out, but I really didn't like it. One time in particular when I was coming up from my car. So for reference, this isn't me being like scared of like robbers or something because our house was like insanely hard to find. Like our friends who would come over would sometimes even forget that how to find us, even if they'd already been there. It's the back house. And there was this tree overhanging the driveway which was a narrow driveway so to get up to our house you had to squeeze by our our cars in this tandem driveway sometimes there were two or three cars just packed in so you'd have to squeezy by them and then you'd go under this like weird spooky weird tree and then you'd go through these big iron gates you have to open unlock the gate and then go through and then you could go up to my house and while we were it was a one-story house but it was it had this like crawl space underneath. So actually your average person, even a very tall man, could not walk up to my house and peer in the windows. You'd have to stand on something. So if somebody wanted to watch me, 
it would be very difficult. Like they'd have to bring something with them or find something to stand on. It would be very noticeable if it was a person. One time in particular was really bad and I felt like almost like I was in a movie or something. It was very strange and I could feel like them noticing that I was coming up and then I was running from my car and trying to unlock my door and I could feel them, I could feel them, I could feel them. And then as soon as I got inside, I went, thank God. And there was this real sense that whatever they were, because I knew there was more than one, because I could hear them or feel them um, doing this. Like conversational with each other, like mocking me together. So I, there was a sense that I developed of like, they can't get inside the house. And I also developed a sense that it was not because of me, but it was because of Chanel who some of you guys know. And I've had other experiences with Chanel that have demonstrated that Chanel is a very powerful person. I'll just say that. But I didn't know that back then. So I just knew, why is it that Chanel is somehow preventing these things from getting inside? I just knew for some reason that their presence was protection for the house, even when they weren't home, but just by the fact of them living there. So then I was just feeling crazy <laughs> for a couple years. And then Brandon came over one day and then... Well, you invited me over for yeah. a reason. Did I invite you over because of that? Yeah. But Take I, over from here? Yeah. I will say, I know it can get so, oh, it's a story, it's a story. But I will say, I do feel like Brandon was very gentle with talking about these things with us. So I did appreciate that, that you weren't just like, there's something here. I did feel like you had a gentler approach. But yeah, you can. All right. This is actually one of the stories that I wanted to talk about. So that works. So for those of you who don't know, I am very spiritually sensitive and have been my entire life. Seen both like physically seen, but also a sense of I can see something, but not really type of thing my whole life. And she's like, hey, you got to come over. And I said, okay. She's like, I just want you to, I just wanted to tell me what you think. And I said, okay, whenever I do things like this for people, I like for them to not say anything. Don't tell me like, oh, I think this is happening because I heard this is, I want to tell you what I think or what I feel. So she invited me over and she's like, hey, this is my new house. And I was like, oh, it's really pretty. It's nice, it's dope. And immediately I already felt energy like at the door as I was waiting for her to open it. So I was like, okay. I didn't say anything crazy in the beginning. I just said, okay, let's just, whatever, let's just have fun. So we had some drinks and we were just hanging out. And the whole time I felt this energy of two particular, two spirits, a guy and a girl. I could feel it was a guy and a girl. And throughout the night, I feel like they were trying to make themselves known like to me, but I didn't want, like she said, I, was, I wasn't gonna be like, hey, Amanda, there's something right there. I don't want to scare her. So I was just like, oh, okay. So we had fun. And then it was late at night, probably like midnight or one in the one in the morning. And I was like, yeah, I got to go home. And she's like, okay, it's a final verdict. What do you think? Do you want to know? Because no one wants to know that their house is haunted. No one's going to be like, hey, yeah, Camilo. Yeah, your house is pretty fucking haunted. Yeah, like, bye, have a good night. You're like, that sucks. So I was like, uh, do you really want to know? And she's like, yeah. And I said, okay, do you want to know everything or just a yes or no? And she's, I just want to know what you, I want to know everything. I said, and I don't know where she, which room was hers or anything. I just came in the living room. I said, okay, there are two. It's a guy and a girl. They're not human. And I don't know whose room that is in the front. I said, but there's a window right there. And they like fuck with you. And both her and Chanel were there. And they were like, and I looked at each other. I said, don't say anything. I don't, I want to finish. And then you guys tell me everything. But I said, they're very mischievous. They like do things on purpose. They do things to scare you. They won't really do things to you. They'll do things to scare you, if that makes sense. They won't hurt you, but they might like 
bang on the window when you're standing right here, or they might knock on the door when you're home alone, and, or things like that. And I was like, so it's interesting. I was like, but they're very mischievous, and they're very much so in the window a lot of the time, and near that bush that was next to her window. So I was like, yeah, I don't know how else to explain it. And I said, but they're almost kind of like childish. And I was like, they like giggle, <laughs> laugh. It's like a giggle, he, like when they do things just to see what you do. So I said, I feel like they move things, but not a lot. But if this was a, a something, it would be like just enough for you to be like, did that just move? But not completely fly at your face. So after I finished, they both said, look, I hear knocking on the window at all hours of the night. Or I hear little kids laughing. And Amanda said, I'll, I very specifically remember she said, I hear kids laughing and I just tell myself that there are kids playing in the street. And I was like, when do you hear this? And she's like, two, three, four a.m. And I was like, and those are just the kids playing in the street. And she's like, that's what I tell myself so I could go to sleep. And I was like, oh. So I was like talking about that. And then Chanel was like, yeah, sometimes the dishes rumble in the cupboards. They like jiggle. And I was like, yeah, that's them just trying to say ha, 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 like I'm trying to scare you. And I opened the door to leave. No joke. There was literally two black figures in the door, but in her door, she has a little window, like a little mini window, like really this small. big. They were, it's almost like they were peering in it because I was right there at the front door. So as I was opening it, I was like, it's really good seeing you. And they were right there and they went running away. And I literally was like, do I tell you? Or and they were like, what'd you see? What'd you see? Just tell us what you see. <laughs> and I was like, I literally just saw them. There were these two black human-like figures, but not human, but human. And they were right there in front of the door. like trying to listen to what we're saying or peering in. So that I will never forget. That's for sure. Definitely happened. It was really creepy. But yeah, I will say they weren't like, I never, I was never in any danger. It was just, they were like Brandon said, mischievous, but it did feel a little antagonistic. And it was also confusing because I was also experiencing other things at that house. So when you're experiencing multiple things at once, it just can feel a little bit scarier than it maybe actually really is. So when you said uh, started moving the dishes, I was like, damn, you started washing dishes for you? Yeah. Damn, minor inconvenience. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like the whole thing, I was like, they would I'm move like, things. I'm like, go for it, please. It would be like, yeah, from here, be here. It's like, <laughs> it's like we were talking about the minor inconveniences, it's just us going in there, just like inconveniencing Amanda. Just me taking all her batteries. Just me and Diego in like an all black spandex suit, just staring at Loosening a CD. Loosening a light bulb. Oh no, they're washing my dishes. Oh no. Putting Dawn on it for you. Oh no. Oh no. Is that a pen on my laundry's being done? Oh no. They're finally putting up that shelf I wanted And they feed off of fear, so you gotta act really scared. You have to be like, I'm so terrified of cleaning. Oh my god, I'm so terrified. I don't I hope they don't put out my Christmas tree. I'm so scared of doing my taxes. I hope they don't do that list of chores I was doing for a Oh my god, I hope they don't put money in my bank account. That that would be a actually a pretty great bit <laughs> brandon no i was gonna say because i forgot that this happened there were a few rehearsals at core that you saw spirits at the studio those of you who don't know but the the talent factory in chino it's a really big dance studio oh, wow it's talent huge. factory yeah the talent factory is haunted for sure fucking like, christ what? man like for sure <laughs> they're younger sounds- spirits mostly but there is an older guy but typically younger 
and there that's crazy like stuff happens there for sure <laughs> we were there multiple times and everything for me seeing like a little girl just stand, like walking down the hall just like a gray out version of her and multiple dancers in our company too would go to the restroom and the door would be locked let me take it back the door wouldn't open so you would it would be unlocked but then as you would twist it it's almost like somebody's holding it closed and the lights would turn off like the light switch would just go as you're inside the bathroom so that would happen and i was there during sure. the day sometimes because i used to practice there with end state we had rehearsals that started at like noon even during the day like there was a hallway where i would go down and then i would go i guess i'm not gonna go pee and then i would just go back and see it's the bathroom that's where it's that the the girl goes by the bathroom a lot that's where i would see her and that's where the like games would be like where the door would be closed or the light would be off or like things like that without yeah no I oh, would like, definitely like run. The Harry Potter's ghost, the little girl. <laughs> Moni Myrtle, so, yes. I don't know if she was that nerdy, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will shit myself. Like, it's I, me, I it's get me scared before I came so out. easily. That's, my, that's the ghost. So you had a story with your, with your boyfriend? Yeah. Okay, so this is a big one. This one I will absolutely not forget because it was very one of a kind. Again, I'm very much so connected to the spirit world. And You're the years avatar. ago, I was dating somebody. And they had said, oh, hey, I got a new house. Do you want to come check it out? And I was like, yeah. He's like, yo, I bought a condo. So it's cool. It's big. It's nice. And I was like, yeah, let's go. Let me go check it out. So I'll never forget. I walked in and it was very heavy, like lots of energy in there. Not one, multiple spirits. I was like, oh, yikes. Like just from the front door. But it's not, this is not a very common, nice thing to tell people like, hey, there's ghosts everywhere and I see them. That's just weird. So I don't really tell people, I just deal with it. Or if they understand like you guys, I would tell you guys, but most people, I just keep it to myself. So we walked in his room and he was on the bed like this. And then right across the room is his desk. So the desk, he was at his desk on the computer and I started hearing a noise in the living room and I knew it was just us home. But I would hear like something against the wall or like something on the coffee table, like a knock. And I was like, hmm. Nope, I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to keep it to myself. And more and more I would hear it. And I was like, nope, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to be single. And they're going to think I'm crazy. And eventually, it started getting heavier like they were in the room. And I was like, oh, gosh. And there was this dried up rose, like a hanging upside down rose on the wall. And I'll never forget, it was like a dried rose like this on the wall. And it went like somebody like moved it. And I literally went, oh, no, oh, no. But his back was to me because I was sitting on the bed and he was on the computer on the desk. And he's like, hey, are you okay? And I was like, mm-hmm, I'm good, yeah. So this is a beautiful house. I'm so proud of you. Good job, da 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 And I was like, fuck, well, I don't know what's happening. And I was like, started feeling more. And I knew, okay, this is a guy. For sure it's a guy. And he wants to be like, hey, I'm here. I want you to know I'm here. And I'm like, okay. Heard a noise again in the living room. And I was like, okay. And very distinctly, I remember, I looked in the hall, and there was a girl staring right at me. Like, pretty, I would say, one of the most solid apparitions I've ever seen in my life. Usually I'll see a grayed-out version or, like, a shadow or something. She was, like, 90% solid, which is very odd for me. So I was like, what the fuck? And she just kind of looked, and she walked on. And I was like, oh, man. And now I'm visually, like, visibly freaking out. And he's like, are you okay? And I was like, look, I just got to be honest. Is your house haunted? And he's like, what do you mean? Like, why? And I was like, is it haunted or not? 
And he said, yeah, sometimes things happen, but are you okay? Did you see something? And I said, there's a guy that very much still wants me to know he's here. And he keeps playing with that rose right there. And he kind of looked and he was like, are you serious? Like, you, how do you know it's a guy? And I was like, I just feel it. He's a younger guy, early 20s maybe. But he keeps on walking around the room, like in between us and around us. And he's here. And he's like, that flower is actually from my ex, but he passed away. And I was like, oh. oh. Um, so, fuck off off my short, ex. I have a friend, the, the guy that I was dating, he was a um, recovering addict. So, a lot of his friends were have passed away from overdosing. So, he was like, yeah, he passed away. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. He's like, it's okay. You didn't know. And I was like, if it's comforting, I'll let you know that he's here. Like, he's always here. This is a very common thing for him. It wasn't like, oh, he just coming to visit. This is like a thing. He's always around you. And he's like, wow, he's like, that's actually comforting. Thank you so much. And I was like, and I'm going to be very honest. I am very scared a little bit. <laughs> and he's like, why? And I said, because there's a girl that's like in your hallway. And she like was almost as solid. Like, I could feel like I can touch her. And he was like, a girl and I was like yeah she's younger too she's white she's got dark brown hair she was wearing this kind of white outfit I don't really know I was like but she was right there I literally could see her and he got a little sad and he was like how tall what do you what did you think she could look like and I was describing her and he said I think that's my friend and I was like okay and he said she actually she passed away she she committed suicide and when I was like oh and he's like and I'm actually one of the people who found her and I was like oh, oh. and he's like, so uh, and he got really sad and I was like I'm sorry I don't mean to bring it up he's like no it's okay he's like, but that's interesting that you say she's here and I was like yes she's very strongly here he's like both of those two people were very protective of me so it makes sense that I'm starting to date you and they're here he's like it's comforting in a way but it's funny and I was just like that's so odd and I said I'm sorry to be scared of your friend especially being such, such a good friend of yours I said but I've never seen somebody so solid in my life. So he's just like, wow, that's really cool. So I said, hey, what's her name? And he told me her name. And I said, hey, if you don't mind, I, I apologize that I'm scared. I just wasn't ready for all this. I said, if there's a way you can let me know that it's you with all these noises, I think those noises are you. I said, if that's a way you can let me know it's you, that'd be great. So then I can't be scared anymore. Now I know it's your friend. And he was just like, you think that'll work? And I was like, yeah, seeing how she is, she's seems to be pretty strong so i literally felt a finger go like on my neck and i went whoa i was like something just touched me he's like did you did something just touch you and i was like yeah and i was like if that's your sign that's fine but let me know that's your sign same time both him and i got a touch and we both went and i looked and he goes i felt like a finger on my neck and i said okay that's your sign that's your girl so i was like okay cool that was odd. Very rarely has that ever happened to me, but I'm like, okay, that's your sign. Got it. I appreciate you. Respect you. Okay. So every time I would go visit, she would be there and she would deep. And I would just be like, oh, God, so crazy. Same time we'd be watching a movie, both of us, I'd have him around my arm and we'd be like, and he'd be like, something just touched me. Me too. I'm like, crazy. This is, I've never had this much like, connection with something. Before he had let me know that everything went down, I started connecting a little too much. And I said, it's so crazy that I could communicate. What the fuck? I was tripping out. So the more and more I would be connected, I could almost visualize certain things or feel certain things. So there was one day that I was really like watching a movie, but I wasn't really watching. I was just staring and I was really thinking in my head like, man, this girl's crazy. She's around me. This is so weird. And I started feeling like pain, like a little bit of pain and very dull. And then instead of getting slightly worse, 
around my neck and I started getting like a kind of tightness and I was like that's weird I'm like it's I slept wrong but it didn't happen overnight like it just started happening so I was like that was weird and unfortunately that's when I told him and he was just hey getting a little scary now this is how everything went down and I was like what do you, oh and he's just yeah and then he started crying a little bit and I was like oh no let I stopped doing all that as far as letting him know and like trying to connect or trying to understand because there's a certain level that you just kind of have to just respect it and then leave it and be like okay I get it you're there blank but I got a little too in-depth and I would say that's probably one of my most if not the most intense like spiritual connection slash stories that I've ever had or experienced in my life but I will definitely never forget that is it was scary but interesting and comforting like we always wonder like what happens to our loved ones are they around us do they take care of us do they visit things like that and I did like I said I wasn't really scared I was more so scared that I've have never experienced something so strong before so i think it was one for the books crystal what you got i'm gonna I'm lighten it and then i'll go heavy like him towards the okay when i was young you guys know these show the x-files it traumatized me just the intro song alone yeah my family knows to this day nope nope don't do it my family knows to this day don't play that song or i will go into a in a real panic attack but the show traumatized me and my sister would tell me that i was actually an alien and my mom adopted me. And when I was a baby, shut up, am I right? When I was a baby, my family moved around a lot. There was, we were here and there. So somehow there were no baby photos of me. And at that time, I had never seen a baby photo of me. So my sister said, that's why you've never seen a baby photo because you were adopted by aliens. You, your you were sister? alien. And my older sister, Candace, (laughs) you were an alien and mom adopted you. So she told me this and I was young and I just, part of me didn't truly understand. And I thought, okay, maybe that's a possibility. So one night my mom asked me and my sister to go to the corner store to get some milk. So we go outside to go get the milk and it's really dark. And I remember looking up in the sky and I see these lights and I'd never seen these lights before. And my sister looks up and she's, oh my God, they're aliens. They're coming to get you. And I just book it. I take off down the block and I keep looking over my shoulder and the lights are still there following me. And I'm like, oh my God, my real parents are trying to come get me. I'm going to go to space. My, My real parents. So I run into my apartment building. Little me is having a full blown panic attack. I'm like, my parent aliens are following me as orbs of light and I need to get inside to my mom. So I get inside and the moment I get into the living room, I see my mom on the couch and she's looking at the TV. And I look at the TV and in that very moment, I see a spaceship hovering over the White House and it blows it up. And then I see <laughs> She saw Independence Day in panic. <laughs> she watched Independence Day in panic. <laughs> and I tell you, this yes, is the worst. X-Files and Independence Day. 
This was the worst timing in the history of the world because the orbs of light were those like Hollywood show lights that uh, come together oh. and go away. And wherever you go, they look like they're following you they're because they're away. so big. Yes. So I see these Hollywood lights. They're coming together. They're going apart. You <laughs> think they're following me. I go in the house and I immediately see a spaceship. <laughs> Oh my God. I'm, I'm going to die. Crystal, that just means there was a game at the garden. Come on. <laughs> I, in that very moment in my childhood, I was so traumatized. And it took a moment for me to understand. Like my mom just looked at me and I was in real shock. This was not like, a, oh, I get it. I get it. In that moment, I was standing there just like losing my oh, mind my parents blew up the white house <laughs> mom dad stop that's the white house i was so traumatized he's only the so. leader of this country so thanks independence day thanks hollywood lights that was very traumatic it's a horrible experience crystal crystal don't worry no one's blowing up the White House. No one's blowing up the White House. And now while I'm there, never. Oh, not the greatest ever, no. But you're not there anymore, Johnny. Oh, my God. The only thing that took me out of the shock was seeing Will Smith's face. And then I was like, this ain't real. What's Fresh Prince doing here? What's Fresh Prince doing here? Oh, my God. I hate it. I hate it and I love it at the same time. <laughs> so let me recap. So there was possibly a game or an event at the garden. Uh, <laughs> you looked at the sky. <laughs> Your sister told you the aliens were coming to get you and take you. Back. She planted this seed for months. Okay. This was marinating. It was the. She saw the she opportunity. Planned, she planted. She knew there was a game at the garden. <laughs> No, you know what? She didn't know what those lights were either. She was running for her life too. So I will, t- I will tell you that. She didn't know what Hollywood lights were. Both of us were running. She started panicking too. She was like, oh shit. It's really happening. Maybe I was right. <laughs> there was a, I had a, a similar experience to that when we were going to our gig in the OC, Brandon, to Dana Point. When we remember, like, when we were driving, it was like clear and night. Yeah, it was a storm, but it, the storm was super far because the, the sky was super still clear. And we would just see random like flashes in the sky, like whoosh, like Joey and I was like, what is that? It's aliens. Let's film it. <laughs> Me and Joey, oh. you know, being the videographers, let's, let's document this. <laughs> and just kept happening. And then but not too long after, like an hour after we performed, it was a storm. And that was disappointing. I have a, a couple ones, but I'm going to go with the, the one that I suffered the most. In my previous house, a lot of stuff happened. I don't know, noises, like stuff moved. You could hear some stuff at night. And we had a little hole in the middle of the house that connected to everything, like the, the desk, the rooms, the bathroom, and the living room. One day I was like video chatting with a friend late night, and I heard something and thought it was my mom, and I'm very scared of my mom. So <laughs> I, I went down there. <laughs> it was your mom. Sheets. Yeah, no, and <clears throat> suddenly everything stopped, and I could hear like wet feet 
walking in circles in the hall and suddenly my door slowly opened. My window was fucking closed, so it wasn't wind. I, I was shitting my, myself. It opened like super slowly. Oh, hell no, man. I could hear the, the steps walking slowly towards my bed. It came all around the, the, be the bedroom and it stopped. And I was like under the sheets with my computer, with my laptop here, like, what the fuck do I do? <laughs> I told my friend, if I don't answer in 10 minutes, call somebody. And I was like, like this, trying to read if she sent something. Then I hear the, the little steps going away. That I served, I served for, I don't know, my, my mom's life. Like, you could hear like wet steps going away and closing the door. And I started shouting like a fucking crazy man because I was 12, very like influential <laughs> and scared as shit. That was the, the worst night of my life. I started crying and shouting for help because I didn't know what the fuck was that. Also, little little, in that house, two priests used to live before us. Oh. And until one died and the other one moved out. And with my brother, we always tend to hear or see weird stuff. Like once we saw from the backyard, uh, a stream of light walking in the balcony, and we all both saw the same thing at the same time. Yeah, something like when you're running really fast with something right in your hand, something like that. And we almost shit our pants. Yeah, that was just, a really like, scary house. Running after you, like, hey, you coming to mass <laughs> Are you going to mass on Sunday? The thing is, we used to be scared and didn't know why until I asked who lived there before us and we found out two priests used to live there and Damn. one died. So it was like, oh, it, it makes sense now. Yeah. And yeah. But the wet feet? Maybe it's your, your abuelita and she was like, meha, you have a towel? <laughs> and you're like, go away, grandma. I don't know. And <laughs> In my times, in my old days, <laughs> we weren't as scared, you little pussy. <laughs> I love how it's saved the technology. Hold on to your laptop. Yeah, because like... <laughs> he was 12 and was just like had a laptop. My, He's like, I want, it's mine. My only connection with real life, like, I, I knew I had my friend in, in the Facebook chat and I was like, if something happens, I will smash the keyboard until you call the police or something. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, clever, yeah. That that reminds me of something before I hop into Rosé. Like, mine's short. Like, my mom used to punish people. One of the ways she would punish uh, me and my brothers is that we would have to be on our knees and we'd just be doing this for like, a long time. Did you have to do it on, like, really, f like, big rock salt? No. Because uh, I did. Uh, it was just on That's our a rug. BDSM practice. Yeah. So, but, wanna... but but then tangent, my brother and I realized that made us stronger. So we started doing it for fun. Oh, stronger arms! <laughs> it didn't. The punishment no longer worked against with my mom. Either way, like when we were much younger, like we would do that. And this is right after I just discovered about Candyman and Ghost in the Mirror and all that stuff. My brother would be in front. Like this is say this is the like the hallway. I would be right here in the front. My brother would be right here. And then my, the bathroom door would be right here. We were just there. We'd be crying because my brother and I got in trouble again. Because uh, we didn't fucking do our homework or something. Or my got bad grades. <laughs> just, but <laughs> we were just doing that. And then uh, all of a sudden, when I look back in the middle of our crying, I see our door, the bathroom door, swing wide open. 
quickly and i look at it and i just scream it's bloody Mary!" and i just run my ass off out of the house and i dish my brother <laughs> wow if that was a real thing your brother would have been dead and it's your fault and then and then he followed not so, not long after though like obviously both of us being scared because apparently it was his foot pushing the door Oh, but <laughs> but he oh. believed me so much. <laughs> he also thought it was blood. Wait, did he not know his foot was pushing the door? No, he, he knew he was doing it probably, you oh. know, just to play with it. But then because he was bored, it, probably us being in the height of emotion of crying, being in trouble, you know, we just ran out. <laughs> so yeah, Bloody Mary. <laughs> I hate or, it. Rosie. I think I was must have been 19 or 20. We were still in versatile so we always would take these annual trips to palm springs and one of this year we went right and usually we are separated like the girls room and then the boys room and stuff like that there's always four of us in each hotel room we're in the hotel one night we're getting ready for bed or whatever we're still talking just as girls and we get a phone call and then one of my friends picks it up but none of us are paying attention she immediately just slams the the like the phone on back down and she's like you guys now we're like what and then she's like i heard like a little giggling in the like it was far away though it sounded far away from the phone and we're like you're just trying to scare us don't do that and then she's like no i'm serious i'm freaking out like she was starting to shake and i'm like you're just trying to scare us whatever it is so whatever we're just chilling usually we had pizza cartons and stuff like that because we just ate pizza so this is night and two of us not me i didn't go anywhere because i was like out it was cold outside but so i made one of the the two younger ones go (laughs) so we're there chilling around and I, we hear scurrying because we're upstairs in the hotel room. We heard scurrying. And then two of our friends just bust out into our room. And then we're like, what happened? She's like, dude, we just saw a guy, like just a random stranger just standing by the garbage can. And we're just like, are you for reals? And then she's like, they're like, yeah, dude, he's there. Like, like, come see. We're like, we're not gonna go see. <laughs> and then come look at the dangerous come, man come next to a treasure. Let's go to danger. And I was like, no, you idiots. Like, <laughs> like no, we're gonna do what? Like, what do you mean? What did he look like? He's like, we didn't see his face, but he was just wearing all black, and he was just standing there, like too close, so we didn't go. And they had all the garbage in their hands still, or whatever. We're like okay we'll just calm down we can just i don't for me i'm just like someone's tricking us someone's tricking us so we call one that we texted one of the the guys in the boys room because you know boys be boys we're like hey did you guys call us they're like dude no we're playing Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, <laughs> like like you interrupted us and i was like I kind of believe that. <laughs> so, Checks out. And there, these girls are in tears already. And I'm just starting now, I'm starting to believe that I'm like, this is dangerous. And because the directors, they have their own room and it's all of us separately. So we're on our own time. For some reason, they decided to turn off the lights in our room. Okay, that's fine. And with our window, with all the, the windows of the hotel room, it's like a large, just a giant one big window. And there's like a giant curtain over it. We were just chilling there like 30 minutes go by and so it's dead quiet like you can't hear anything outside then we just we started 
to hear little crackles, but it was like coming from outside. <laughs> and then one of us like stopped each other. Oh wait, hold on. And then it started to sound like footsteps coming closer over to our side. And we're just like, what is? And then we're like, shut up, don't do anything. And then we legit saw like a shadow go by our window. Oh, hell no. Yeah, and it's footsteps, it's clear as day, like clear, like it was just slowly. And then we're not saying anything. We're just holding our breath at this point and then it gradually goes away. And then this is the part where we really get scared. One, we get a frantic phone call from one of our friends that's rooming with other girls in the hotel. Mind you, they're on like the, like on the other side, they're nowhere near us. And then they were saying like, you guys, like, Someone just called and we heard laughter. And then we're like, what? And then we're just like, do, do, do. like, can we come to, to your room? No, what if he's outside or something like And then we're all panicking, we're all freaking out. We're like, dude, we just saw this shadow. We had a phone call and we're all just freaking out and stuff like that. And then again, our phone rings and we're just like, okay. And then legit, I kid you not, it was a clown's laugh. Ah, a ooh. clown's lap. Oh, no. And he heard it. He closed it. Don't do that. Like clams. But we immediately hanged it up. And that was, we were getting ready to call our directors. We're like, ah, F this. Blah, blah, blah. But as, as soon as we're panicking, because we're just like, all right, F this. We're being loud. We're Someone's trying to open our door. And at this point, we're like, what the F? Like, we're freaking out. And then, I don't know, one of us mustered up courage to just open the door. And it turns out it was one of the guys pranking us. <laughs> <laughs> they were not playing Yu-Gi-Oh! This is Lied. the kicker of the story. Because we're all joking around. The guys are just like, ah, you're stupid, blah, blah, blah. I turned to my, my friends that went to the trash can, and they're like, but we saw a guy standing there by the trash can and it wasn't one of the boys. It was an adult, like like a tall male, just standing there. We didn't see his face, he was wearing all black. And then I asked my friend, I was like, did you guys walk by our place earlier? They were like, no, we just came right now. And then we're like, what the F did we just see? <laughs> but that's the story. We have no idea. <laughs> Dang, Ima imagine if like hotels were just secretly escape rooms. Oh no. That's a million dollar idea. Like no. you, you just gotta That's... check. No one got No, hotels actually um, they hire <laughs> one weird person per floor and they just have them do like weird shit. It's not really uh, like, that, like that would be like a great hotel experience. <laughs> like you pay you like a uh, <laughs> like you pay for the hotel and it's all Wait, already... I get a hotel room and I get to act weird and get paid. No, it would be like a hotel experience. Like you get spooked, but you don't know how. Like with a I haunted house, but you that. stay there. Dude, dude that and then, would fucking suck. Can you imagine? I would love that shit. Can, can, you, shit. can you imagine opening your door? And then like seeing some guy in the room and he's like, oh my goodness, oh, oh my goodness. And then the guy's just like, what are you talking about? Give me your money. <laughs> an actual dude trying to rob you. He's like, oh, this is great. Five stars on you. Five stars on you. It's so real. <laughs> yeah, or like, or so real. At the end of your experience, you meet the cast like, oh yeah, the guy who stabbed you, that was me. Give us a review. The wet footsteps, that was me. That was me. <laughs> That was me. The secret is I just jump in the pool and then I walk around. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Amroy B's feet. 
<laughs> god damn it. Oh my god. I just saw that on oh, my man. Instagram. That will be oh. that's that's the title of the Halloween episode. Emory feet. It's happening. <laughs> it happening. I hate you guys. Okay, that's the narrative. I have a funny one where I pranked a friend. Okay, let's go funny before we go into another crystal story. So I I went to uh, a Catholic school in the Philippines, and so apparently it's already scary. It's already Catholic school. It's all girls too. Boring. Anyway, I'm gonna say, oh yeah. So we have our auditorium is somehow connected to the back kitchen of our cafeteria. I don't know why, but at some point when I was like rehearsing for the school play, I went through like that entrance, like by the kitchen. And sometimes actually most of the time where I have to enter, I have to go through that way because reasons. I don't know what the director wanted anyway. And so I pretty much got to know the people working back there or whatever. And we were just like shooting the shit. They give me free food like at lunchtime. And, and so they were telling me and they were like, oh yeah, sometimes when when you guys have night practice and we're staying late for to to feed you guys like after like practice or whatever, like sometimes they close the door that links the kitchen to the auditorium when they know play practice isn't happening. Cause sometimes they hear giggling in like the little hallway that like the, at the top of the stairs that like leads to some area backstage. And I, they were telling me that one of my one of the one of my friends that was on the cast was also like behind me and she heard that she was like it's a little scary i was like yeah. i was like yeah so what did it sound like oh it just sounded like a little girl really young and and she just just giggling and it sounded like she was like a playful giggle almost and then i think they were saying i think they said that at some point they heard her singing but essentially she was singing something that's like kind of a chant but it's like about it's instead of counting to 10 in hide and seek like you just sing the song because it's about 10 seconds long so she could hear that same voice singing that song and also giggling and i'm like did you have you gone up there she was like yeah and then there was a there's a space between the back wall of the stage and then there's like tiny little like tight space where we hide some of our like smaller props or whatever it's like yeah it sounded like it was coming from there I was like, oof. So there's two sides to that. So it's open on two sides where we where like we on the spot where we hide it. So my friends heard that. They were like, oh shit, I'm never going there. And I was like, okay. So I went up there and I looked. I was like, hey, come here. And then they were like, what's in here? I was like, oh, nothing. Wait, hold on. And then I looked at my phone, pretended to get a text. I was like, oh shit, I gotta go grab, I gotta go grab like my bag from like my girlfriend or whatever. I was like, okay. They were like, okay, cool. I went to the other side, snuck over, and I go, <laughs> Rude. <laughs> and they were like, what? "You're rude." I was like, "What happened?" <laughs> oh, no. Did you hear me? They're like, "That was you." I was like, "Yeah, I was just testing it. Did it work?" Wow. <laughs> this so the ghost sang a song. What if it was like, "My milkshake brings <laughs> all the boys to the yard." You're that? like, actually, oh that was the God. year that that and was the year like- that milkshake came out. Half these ideas, I feel like we can make into parodies. Imagine like at the mob, the dance studio, it's just like dark and you hear like a spookier version of Milkshake. Milkshake. But apparently the, the director was still oh, in like the auditorium, there's... just like reading over the script or whatever again and just heard them screaming and they were like, and they got, and then the director got scared because he expected it to be empty. That one that, actually that like wop, admitted to wop, very. Wop. I never realized like 
how many people have had these crazy experiences before. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, you keep these to yourself because people would think you're crazy. It'll like, the, crazy. the normal people would be like, mm, you're weird. So you're just like, oh, that didn't happen if I just pretend it didn't happen. And then you, like, push it back and you're like, nope, nothing happened at all. <laughs> or it's yeah. just one of those things you're just like, okay. And then it happens again and you're like, uh-huh. yeah, it, and then it's different than you when you meet other people who've had similar experiences. It's almost like a, a dancer who's never, who's in a community where there's no dancing allowed. Footloose. Do you have something? Like, I know you got experiences. So before we bounce it, before we bring it back to Crystal. No, please don't. Okay, I have a couple of experiences with this stuff. Some of them are weird. And there's one that happened, like, when I was in the army last year, was when I took my vacation. My girlfriend, or my ex-girlfriend, is really into scary stuff, like scary movies and stuff like that. And I I freak out at anything. Like, anything scary, you'll find me, like, underneath. That sounds familiar. Shut up, Max. So, like, she was watching it, a marathon and stuff like that, and like, let's watch it and stuff like that. Okay, cool. Okay. So, after we watched it, her, she's really rich. Like, she has three stories in her apartment, uh, in her family's apartment that are just for her. So, I, I was staying up the second floor. While I was walking by, I'm afraid of clowns. Terrified of them because of the movie It. And because of some trauma that happened when I was in California when I was a little, but... While I'm walking, I could have sworn like I saw like this. I don't know. It's it's not like it the clown, but it was like this scary ass clown in the hallway. Like I'm just passing. I go back. There's nothing. There were like when when I fell asleep, I hear weird noises and stuff like that. What freaked me out was when I was in the shower, and this like yellow balloon just appeared out of nowhere. Get like, the f- out of nowhere. It, it literally freaked me the hell out. Like, I literally fell in the shower. At first, I thought it was my imagination. The balloon was there. The clown kept appearing. Like, it really kept appearing, and it really freaked me out. Noises when I was sleeping. The noises I'm used to because my own apartment's haunted, and the amount of things I hear there is just creepy. But the clown, like, I I couldn't sleep for a couple of days, and it was my break. Like, it was literally my break from the army for a week. And, like, at the end, my girlfriend sat me down, and I... I had told her a couple of times that I'd seen weird shit, and she said, no, no, it's just in your head, you're being scared, you're being a little bit like a scary cat because of all the movies we've been watching, like Annabelle and It and The Nun, plus she had already reenacted like a small play here in Egypt for The Nun, so she sat me down, turned out she and her friend, like they're really into cosplay, her friend was literally staying with us the whole time, I didn't know, she was staying at the third floor, the son of a bitch was literally the seven days I was there, dressed as a clown. Oh he my here. god! What the fuck? And what the? Like, it's <laughs> how, how was I supposed to know there was something scary? The whole like the, the balloon thing was her idea. Yeah. Oh. Wanted to make the whole thing like creep, creepy as hell for me. Okay. Oh. The problem was the noises wasn't them. Well, only us three in the apartment, which again, like I'm used to the noises, but it freaked me out because if it's not them, then who the hell are, is making the noises? Somebody calling my name, like I, at first I thought it was Jin or something like that, or a ghost, or I don't know, someone I wronged in a past life or something. Yeah, that was the last time I stayed up. I, I like got my girlfriends, and after two weeks I broke up with her. I, honestly, after that, 
<laughs> okay, I didn't want to say anything, yeah. but I was like, I would have broke up with somebody that did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler, I wasn't okay, going to um, say anything, but damn. The, is, the, the, the ghost is like, I'm going to beat your ass from 2,000 years ago. When you were in the shower, her friend opened the shower door and put a balloon in there. She opened the shower door. It was her idea for the balloon. Wow. Crazy. The determination. I don't not have that much determination to scare people. I just giggle creepily in the dark. Seven days, man. That is commitment. Yeah, you gotta respect the commitment, though. The costume itself with the makeup and everything cost them like five grand. Dude, that's commitment. Yo, much respect to that. She's rich and very bored. Rich people are dumb. You have to admit, like, with all of it, I didn't break up with it scared the living shit out of me and my commanding officer had a laugh after I told him what happened and gave me like uh-huh. seven days another seven days of the break so I, I didn't complain to be honest <laughs> like, oh man I gotta admit oh, like it's the the best prank I've heard of and also the biggest red flag <laughs> Ahmed shared a story of his one of his exes setting his laptop in fire on fire. <laughs> oh, I, I got more information on that, by the way. That will be another podcast when we Bro, talk about the, exes. The fact, the fact oh. that the, the ex that put a, a clown roommate balloon in your shower is not the worst ex story you have is exciting. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna have an, an, a dedicated episode for Ahmed. Out of all my friends, I might be like fourth on the list of weird exes. So your ex was really rich and lived in a beautiful house? Oh, yeah. And pranked Crystal. you? Crystal. 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 Crystal's only a matter of time to you. Talk- like, <laughs> scary wait, while you're in your, like, having a nice candlelit <laughs> bath. Some wait, wait. motherfucker's gonna be dressed up as Slenderman re- reenacting your trauma. <laughs> Slenderman alien. He's gonna learn how to walk on stilts. Plot, plot twist, it's just me. I'm trying to make some extra money during Halloween. <laughs> it turns out he's put on a suit and then like a freaking gray button. And it turns out his mansion's actually a hotel for horrors. It turns out he rents out the mansion. Yeah, there's people that do that, so be careful, Crystal. You never know. Yeah, I almost feel like Ahmed is now the male version of Crystal. Of these oh my stories. god. Yeah. <laughs> wait, Ahmed, we have a battle of the X stories, okay? Let's Ooh, okay, that'll be, a, that'll, that'll be a, a podcast. That's a, a podcast. podcast. Um, yeah, kidnapped. Kidnapped. Not all of you know, I grew up in New England. So over there, the homes are very old. And we lived in a house that was from the early 1800s. So there was a plaque on it that said since where you went wrong. That's something. It wasn't my choice. My mother put us there. Colonials are gross. It was, if you look at the mapping, it was cemetery, our street and our house, cemetery. Okay. What? Like number two. <laughs> so you lived in the suburbs. In the suburbs, in between the two suburbs cemeteries. Outside of Boston. You live in Stephen yeah. King's fantasies. That's what you lived in. Basically. Was it foggy all the time? <laughs> yeah, it's all the time. Oh, so in between, two, <laughs> in between two cemeteries, within this house, it was pretty reserved, or not reserved, preserved. So we had the original chime doorbell. All the windows were original. The mirrors were all crackled and aged. It was creepy. 
And we had one of those doors that lead to nowhere. And that's, it was put in there in the early 1800s with the belief that when people passed away, their spirits could enter and exit back into their home through that door. So there's just door open, leads to nowhere. So there was, was that. Was it on like the first floor or second? Like, is it was it one story it house? Was and this is what gives me more going down into the basement, which is where I never went because that's where I had like the worst feelings. But you open the basement door and there's these old steps, and going down, it was just like boom, right there. And so I'd have to pass it every time, and I didn't feel comfortable. And when I went down into the basement during the time we lived there, like to do laundry, I would just probably go to a friend's house and do laundry. I just remember never really going down there because there was this corner you turn and it was a room that really honestly looked like a dungeon. And it had these metal hooks in the wall where you could chain people up. So I was like, okay, slaves were down here. BDSM, hmm? (laughs) Back then, like, why the fuck weren't you running from there? I was. I never went down there. You know I did. What? I know. I know. Look, I don't even know. To raise your children. I don't even know. But we were there. And to make matters worse, whenever I went down into that basement, my siblings, we would, I didn't do it to them, but they would do it to me and take turns and turn the light off and lock us in there. Oh, wait. Do I still have you guys? Oh, no. Yeah. 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 We, can, we, we can see you. Okay. They would turn the lights off and shut the door and try to lock me down there. And that was really messed up. So that was one part in this house. I just, I hated the basement. We would all, my whole family, we would hear footsteps upstairs. Someone the walking? Every single night, yes, standing. So I'd hear footsteps going back and forth, creaking. And it would happen even when nobody was home. So it freaked me out so much that I started sleeping downstairs on the living room couch because for some reason upstairs, I felt uneasy. It just, it wasn't comfortable. And I would hear the footsteps from downstairs. So I knew something was going on up there. But for some reason downstairs, when I'd sleep on the couch, I felt comfortable and I had a good night's rest every single time. Like it was the best sleep, but if I tried to sleep in my room upstairs, it wasn't good. I did this for a whole year. I slept on my living room couch downstairs in the living room and I would hear footsteps upstairs every single night, but I felt most comfortable downstairs. So when it came time to move, I brought it up to my mom And I was like, how did we get this place? Did anything happen? And she said, yes, there was an elderly couple that lived here before and the man was ill. And he got to a point where he couldn't go upstairs anymore because it was too stressful on him. So he slept downstairs in the living room and that's where he passed away. So (laughs) I gave no find out I was sleeping in the same room where this man felt most comfortable. And that's where I felt most comfortable to sleep so mm. i was like it wasn't it didn't freak me out in a bad way it was okay i get you i understand so you didn't feel us in your hair while, while you still you did that while you slept she was like makeup and all so you didn't feel more comfortable sleeping in the dungeon room 
That was the worst feeling being down That's there. That's weird. It felt terrible. That's, That's weird. suspicious. No, no. The first time when I moved in and I went down and I saw in the dungeon room, there was a bench. There was a long row where you would just sit and there was like the hook for something to be hooked onto one of those big metal hooks. So I wasn't dumb. I was in high school. I was like, slaves were here. This is where they were shackled. I'm not going to be down here. No, thank you. It just never went down how old this house it's not, was. It's not nice it was, to judge. Your mom moved okay. into a house. Nice to judge. Slaves <laughs> existed. A guy died in the living room. She heard noises, or you heard noises. And there, she didn't seem like that That was any red flags or anything. This was like, the least of house. her worries you at the time. I think it was the least of her worries. And a lot of the homes there in New England are like that. They're all very old. It's mm-hmm. just old homes and churches and like They're cobblestone old. churches. Okay, sure, old homes are okay, but this one had a slave dungeon. Oh, like, and most and most old houses from the South have bigger. Aside from the dungeon, there was a spirit door so if she ignored the spirit door i don't think she cared about anything else okay i have a story i have i have a story good thank you crystal for that horrifying tale so mine is from a couple weeks ago i want to preface by saying just in case any of you guys come to my new place in hollywood it's actually great (laughs) come on i'm coming through this It's fine. It's fine. I swear. But, and I can say that because I lived in what I increasingly realized was a hellhole for seven years. This place, it is a new building. So the antithesis of Crystal Story, basically, it's brand new building. It was just put up. We're the first people to live in this apartment. I was just saying to Chanel actually a couple days ago, and we were like marveling at, at my lack of fear because actually in this place, how it works is we have, since it's like a brand new fancy building, we have these curtains that are up that you go like this and then this sort of tarp like thing just slides down and then slides back up very chic very modern yes but there's about there's like gaps on either side where theoretically someone could look in but in this house i look at those gaps and i'm like i'm fine i never feel afraid at all in our old house we used to have to just certain rooms where certain things had happened we would have to take time away from those rooms every once in a while because it was a little heavy. But this place, it doesn't feel like that at all. It feels like Chanel described it as neutral, and that makes sense to me. But because we are in Hollywood, there's a lot of, I don't want to go into an anti-capitalism full rant, but I will say, even outside of my anarchist tendencies, it is very strange that we have very nice, fancy new buildings, and then there's houseless people on the street right outside. So I'm not saying my new place is haunted. Everyone feel free to stop by. However, sometimes things, thank you for that. Sometimes things, things happen, things come in and out. And I was studying Reiki and I was just chatting with Chanel. We were in the kitchen and I was thinking about my cat, thinking about how I accidentally stepped on her once and then she had to get surgery. So I was kind of, yeah, I know. Whoa, I remember she's that. She's fine though. But yeah, she had to have a cone and everything. But she's fine now. But I was just thinking about that. And I thought, but not in a, I wasn't feeling any kind of like guilt or anything. I was just thinking more of, I want to try this Reiki thing because I want to send just some good healing, like positive, prayerful energy towards her. So I just thought I'd try it. And I've done readings of people before by this point. And so I've, and I've sent things to people before. 
by this point, so I'm a little familiar with the sensation, but like Safira, for example, probably is a lot more familiar with that sensation. But for me, I, I'm still, I still have some capability. So I felt myself sending it to her. And this is a positive story. It doesn't sound, it's not gonna sound positive, but it actually is nice. So I was sending it to her and she looked up at me, just looking at me, but I could feel it going into her. I could feel, I don't know, like that I'm healing her or something, but I, I could tell she felt like positive energy for me, which is wonderful, and healing energy specifically. And then like over in the corner of the kitchen, it's hard to explain because I saw it like in my mind's eye, but a face came out and it was going, it came from under, it came from the floor in the corner and, and it was going, no, 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 no. And it was moving towards me and it was really upset at what I was doing. So I think it was already there, but I think me sending loving energy was hurting it. So it was in, it was in pain. And so that was disturbing. <laughs> so that, <laughs> Remind um, me not to ever go to any of your houses. <laughs> no, it's Just fine, I swear, I swear it's fine. I swear it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> but then I went like, like kind of creeping around my kitchen. And then I said, Chanel and I have had some experiences together. And like I said, Chanel's very powerful. So I just was like, Chanel? And they're like, you, you good? You okay? And I'm all, ah. and, and Chanel was like, there, there is something here. Right around there, where it had come up. And they were like, it's not great, but it can't hurt us. Trust me, we're fine. It can't hurt us. And at the same time, I was feeling like the feeling I had back at my old house of just an awareness that I needed to calm down because I was feeling more fear than was necessary and I could tell it was aware of my fear. So I just needed to like release that and then I was good. And then eventually we just kept talking and then Chanel told me a little bit more about what she was getting from it. It was just passing through, so to speak. It doesn't live here or something, not specific to our location. And then we just talked more in general about this is a new building, so just makes sense things are passing through it's fine but the positive thing which i don't know i haven't read anything about this so i don't know but i think it stands to reason that if we can send healing energy towards animals they can do the same for us and they can prove that sort of scientifically like purring is supposed to help with healing bones or stuff but um support animals anyway and what support animals right yeah so there's like a healing yeah there's a gentle healing energy about them i think i think naturally but Anyway, the, a couple of days later, something that was cool, my, my cat popped up sort of next to me and she looked at me and she did a slow blink. You know how cats do like slow blink? It means mm -hmm. like I feel safe. And then she did this and she like settled, she like settled her paws in front of her and she went, sometimes cats sigh, they do that. <laughs> and she went and then she sort of hopped very gently on my lap and settled very quickly. And normally when she wants cuddles, it's like she's crawling up here, she's all over the place. She's a very cuddly cat, but she did not. She settled very quickly and just rested on me. And now I went, oh, and I'm watching something. And then I just felt tears of release just like pouring out of me. So I think she was sending it back. That's interesting. 
so this, the the face scares me. This the face like imagining this thing. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. No, okay. I don't know if that. you guys have ever seen. It was scary, but I will say, it didn't feel like it was more powerful than me. It didn't feel like it could hurt me, and it also left. And also, the only reason that I was able to see it because I have abilities outside of that. I'm not like a Brandon or a whoever. But the only reason I was able to see it was because I was doing a sort of prayerful, loving kindness type of an energy, and it was hurt by that. So I think that more than anything, the takeaway is we have power, and our power is in our loving kindness. So that's the, even though it's very terrifying. It reminds me of. There's two things that are that, that we, the one takeaway for me is uh, the power of love and friendship conquers that all. Anime? <laughs> hey, shut up, guys. Anime. Uh, yeah, man. You can have this love and pressure no, from far away, though. <laughs> and then the second part is your cat is apparently apparently saw the Shaquille O'Neal meme. <laughs> oh my God. For me, I love that one. When I think of the face, I think of the craft. Have you guys ever seen the craft? Yes. But Nancy, when she's, you're sorry, sorry. Uh-huh. Like this one, is it? Oh, I love like, that. Oh, oh she is. I hate that scene. I hate oh, that oh, scene. Oh, she is me. so good. That's what I imagine that you saw, like, this kind of you're sorry why you're sorry you're sorry like i just imagined that was a great movie it wasn't like very human but it was a little it was humanoid yeah it was oh, so, so it was like a robot you're sorry and uh, you're sorry any last words to anyone to in halloween land when you release this happy halloween trick or treat yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stay safe. Uh, history of where you live before you move in before you move bring brandon to with you to every place I will let you know. That's it. Thank you everyone for watching. I got a a good piece of advice. Okay, okay. Just because they say it's not Bigfoot doesn't mean it was a Bigfoot. Oh, right, make sure you watch uh make sure you give everyone here a follow and all the things uh hit like subscribe and all that stuff appreciate that's right noelia he's still on and we will see you guys in the next episode bye that's right <laughs> noelia